Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Guys, welcome back to On Tuesdays We Co-Work. We are having a remote session. Yeah, this is our first session. Um, yeah, we're gonna try this. That I'm from Hungary and Lilo's from London. Oh, how is Hungary land? Yeah, it's lovely. It's so nice. Really nice sky. Really sunny, but also like around zero. So I'm hoping for some more snow. Zero. Yeah, but it's not as cold as um in London. It's it's a bit different because of the sun and everything. It's just a different winter. yes very nice well shall we talk about the start of the year because I haven't really seen you and we can update everyone else as well Mm. you go Uh, first well with me obviously spent end of last year this was actually the first year when I felt that the new year was a new year that it's it's a new chapter that I had a really nice a really good year not not good as in I don't even know how to explain it um as in like so happy or the best year because I had challenges and I had um things to overcome but looking back I feel really happy because I know what I have to change and for the first time I don't feel that that's a failure but but I feel that this is something that that's a good thing because I recognize it and I can work in my business and on what I like to do longer and and I have new goals for this year how about you yeah I feel like that as well because I feel like 2018 was a mess but like a really nice beautiful mess of like of like yeah discovering things and a mess in a good sense in that I worked out loads of stuff so I did I felt the same I felt like 2019 I felt like I literally had a fresh start mm. and I feel different even though it's it's silly because obviously it's just a day but I do feel really different because I feel like okay I could mentally I was able to leave things behind and just feel like I feel that I get a fresh start mm. so yeah I feel like different already this year that I'm more focused and more I know myself better that kind of thing yes um and I don't know how we start into the topic because we've been talking about it a lot um but I think one of our big um enlightened moment was the importance of networking and network and the people around you and Um, energy as well I think 100 um so um do you want to kick off your experiences and your thoughts or shall I um, I'll say a little a little bit in that mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it this morning yeah and I was thinking actually it's funny that we we're speaking about this and obviously we are just because we know it's relevant and we've got our own experiences but I didn't realize that it's something that literally just came into my life it ju- I just learned this lesson in 2018 mm. and before that I, I'd never really I'd never been able to do it. I've always always a bit of a people pleaser. And I just found it hard to, um, you know, the idea of that sometimes people aren't for you was just unheard of. It's like, everyone should like you and you should like everyone. And, you know, everyone. Yeah, no. nice. yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So for me, it's really relevant because I'm just not like that anymore. And sometimes I think it makes you a bit of a, Hard, more hardened person or that's how it seems um when you're a lot more selective but and I think people can almost not get it but it's this is actually this like inner understanding like we said of, of what you need and what you what you don't yeah yeah and and I think you know so many people have this um and, and I'm still not sure how I feel about it that like say yes to everything um yeah. approach and because there are opportunities and, you know, you never know what will lead to what. But I think 
it's comes you know it comes with people as well and i don't really agree with it you shouldn't because if something is you have to make you know find a difference between yeah i'm investing in something and maybe it's not you know or even in, in relationships as well that that maybe it's more work than pleasure but but you always see and feel some sort of growth experience from it but all you feel is that you're just putting things in and your energy level just dropping 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 that all you will achieve is that you're left with nothing and you're not going to have enough you know bubbliness and drive and and energy to to grow your business and grow yourself yeah and that's something that you kind of enlightened me to so I'll just let like let you guys in onto the example but I had a situation already this year where I had like an opportunity I guess we could say to do something and it would have me and it was one of these situations where the first one I kind of had since this enlightenment where I, I thought okay I don't want to do this but is it because it's makes it scares me it makes me uncomfortable in the sense that I would get growth if I did do it Mm. or is it in the sense of no I don't want to do it because it's not right for me and it's not worth my time and it's not something that's going to benefit me and it was really hard to know which one that was and then it was through talking to you that you sort of said exactly that which was well does it are you doing this because you think you're going to grow from it and it's going to teach you something and leave you feeling energized or are you sort of doing it just to not lose face, like to prove a point or to um, to just uh, fulfill other people's v- values? Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and it seemed it was it was second, so. Yeah, I think there is a very fine line on, you know, feeling pressured of of performing or, or you know, delivering to, up to a level when it comes to a new venue of the venue of what you're doing um and also the pressure of like I really don't want to do it but I'm afraid if I say no then all my networking will fail or you know if if I'm gonna you know I'm gonna bad mouth and if it gets around to other clients potential clients and then what if I'm killing myself socially if I say no to a certain person yeah but I think people need to realize that there are many more and saying no it doesn't have to be rude you can give a kind no you can for me for instance I stopped doing wedding photography so I'm kind of going in a um, a more a plain example but stop doing wedding photography and just doing very few for very VIP clients who are more friends or someone from my past um, so anytime if someone approaches me I'm saying no, but not just like, sorry, no, I don't do it. But what I say is like, that's lovely, good luck, and, you know, congratulations, whatever. And because I have such a network system and and such a nice people around me, I know really nice wedding photographers because we got along and we met and it wasn't about like digging each other's industry and how you do this, how you did that, and kind of just, you know, and people can be I think a bit sneaky and jealous or have that competition when you're in the same um, industry but if someone just yeah. genuinely appreciates what you do and is excited and you actually look at it as that we're sharing the same same passion we are you know alike in such and if you connect in that then uh, then you can actually build people around you really even within the same industry who can get you work. And now I'm just saying that I know this girl, she's amazing. She's fantastic. And I can highly recommend her um, and just tag the girl in the email. So with that, it's not only I just said no, but also I know I'm cherishing another network who who will, you know, what will get back to me because, I, because she does the same favor for me, but she's overbooked. I'm the first she's going to recommend. Yeah. I love that because it's it's your way. It's such a B thing to do, but it's your way of like, you, you it's something that you don't offer at all, but you still offer value in that response. Like even though you don't do this like part yeah. of the industry, you're still like making because that person who 
who wanted the wedding photographer is going to remember you as like, oh, I wouldn't have found my photographer if it wasn't for Bernadette. And therefore, like, when she needs something that you can offer or if somebody she knows does, you're always going to stay in her mind as like, you know, a problem solver and someone that provided her with value. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. This is what I'm trying to do. So I think it's nice if in any situations, really, just if it's something's not for you, you can either, if you really want to, because you can do whatever you want, just say a nice note that, sorry, I really don't think that it's a fit for me or this is something I'm, it fits for my near plans or, you know, future plans or in my current lifestyle or anything like that. Or you can offer an alternative that, because in every, any interaction you can turn in a way that you can grow from it. So if someone offers you something that just feels that it's just taking, you you don't know that that person thought it through and kind of gave you that um, initial uh, request or, you know, anything, how he approached you. It's that, oh, I'm just going to, I don't know, take the energy from this or learn everything and take, take, take. Or they generally didn't think of a different way of doing it. And so you can just say, hi, it's not really working for me this way, but did you ever think about doing it? Or what if we would do this? So the uh, so offering an alternative, and if they say no to that, then just say, like, oh, I'm so sorry, really, I'm really hoping that in the future we can find a mutual um, project or something like that. And it can be, again, personal, can be client and um to the to provide the service or within you know competitors and within um people in the industry and and colleagues and and so on yeah so what do you think about the more um unusual side of it, the less comfortable side of it where do you think there are situations where situations scenarios people are just not for you and the right answer is not to try and because sometimes I think with the I've been in situations where I feel the need to be like okay I don't think I don't want to do that because it's not right for me but I feel I have to sort of agree to do it Mm. and so I offer an alternative when actually the best thing is just to be away from that situation because it's an energy vampire you know those we talk about energy and how we're a product of what's around us. So sometimes you think there's ever cases where you just need to remove yourself. Yeah, I think for that, I, I really, you said it to me once in one, uh, when we had a conversation it kind of came up and we came up together in this solution. And you, but I remember you said it out loud to having, just have this template. It gives you such a good, um, like a safety net or something that it's always there, you can reach and grab it. And since then I've been using it for multiple different um, areas in my in my life and in my business. And I think maybe it's, it's nice to then create something like, I know you can, ha- yeah, and you have to personalize it to the, um, to the current occasion, but just saying something of like, not bullshitting, but mm. but yeah, some, something like just to say that I am, you know, I'm really busy, um, and and have so many plans and kind of buried in, don't know, to do lists or so something like that. And I really don't think that this is um, something that would fit in uh, for me right now. But thank you so much for getting in touch and not leaving it in an open question to like speak to you soon or looking you know or like yeah whatever but just thank you so much for getting in touch good luck with your project and then sign it so it kind of like send off the people because I, I still believe that like you have to be firm and um I think that was um it was really interesting because when you called me about your situation earlier this year which was like in the past two weeks <laughs> but yeah um and, uh, and on that day earlier in the morning while I was engaging on Instagram and talking to um to other account holders et cetera, et cetera, and I saw one of this this post and the lady or the girl was writing a good caption about this as well that I think people are realizing that because of 
I think that the era we live in, the information, just how quickly it's spreading and how many people you can connect to and and have a conversation to. Like, I know I'm getting loads of messages on Instagram, which I adore and, and love, but, you know, loads of, like, makeup artists, just, I'm an, you know, inspiring makeup artist. And if you have any project, and I have to write a template because if I would actually have a very personalised individual message to everyone which I'd like to do but at the moment this stage of my business I don't have anyone else to do it I don't have a virtual assistant so you have to be strict and filter your energy because if you're giving out to all these people who are trying their luck and there's nothing wrong with it because it's how you grow and maybe they gain someone else's inbox who is just at that moment looking for a makeup artist yeah but I I know I'm not working with clients who needs them most likely so this is not something that I have to you know you have to kind of prioritize in that as well and and then I have just a template and just put it in it's like thank you very much for in Dutch it's not usually something I'm involved with but if you know anything I will scroll back in my inbox thank you and that's it yeah and just have to say no that's what I think yeah so I think it's easier sometimes to do that when it is like somebody on the other end of an email or um, a DM or a message and I think where it gets hard and I imagine that freelancers might experience this a little bit more is when the relationships are a little bit more blurred aren't they because you are your business and the people that you work with aren't always just people that you don't know at all sometimes it can be people you've already worked with people who are you know part of your environment people that you yeah that you sort of wouldn't just think of as pure stranger client potential but more like part of your life and then it's harder I think to 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 know if you're doing the right thing yeah and while you were saying this and also think with this as well especially when you know a service industry and when you have these long-term clients and maybe they were right for you when you signed them up and started working with them six months ago but if you grow and obviously they grow and they're doing their life and they're doing their journey and it's just like in any relationship in person as well but I think in this obviously comes out more often because you're not growing together and but if you realize that oh we, we actually maybe no longer good for each other it's not actually working. Yeah. And I believe, um, again, it depends on how deep is the relationship. But I mean, what worked for you and me is just to respect one another, kind of give the benefit of a doubt that the other person, even though maybe it's not working for you, but the other person is coming from a, a good place and not trying to be malicious or, you know, is not mean to you or like energy vampire vampiring to you because they decided to but that's in their nature or they never you know someone has just that they go in and just have that initial reflex of like oh opportunity take 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 and without thinking that oh maybe we should have this give and take balance so I think just obviously not lecture them but just to sit down and say that I you know I loved working with you and again first just surf 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 tell what what the positives and then just slap it with a (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye we're just like yeah it's this is why it's such a hard topic because I'm now at this point in my life where I'm you know how I'm overly honest or I say overly but I'm not sure if I even need that word overly I think again I put it in there to defend myself in case anyone else says it but I kind of sometimes I'm even getting to the point now where I'm thinking that little bit of politeness is it necessary not in the sense of like hey hated working it with you every minute was a stress like not that type of thing but maybe more like I just sometimes I feel that I go out of my way not to say what I don't actually mean and I don't know if it's right or not but it's like I wouldn't say something really harsh but it might be like um instead of saying I really enjoyed working with you I'd be like I hope you got what you needed from this project 
uh, best of luck for the future. Like, sometimes, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just, I feel like when I, and the reason I think this is, because it can seem a bit silly, like, I'll oh, just say it, you know, what doesn't hurt you. True. I think especially over an email and things like that. But in person, sometimes what I feel is if I say something that I don't really mean, it's sort sort of like I lose trust in myself. I think we've discussed this before, mm. but it doesn't fit. It feels like you're out of alignment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That- and even to say those words, it's it's sort of a strange feeling. Yeah, I think it's you know similar to what I said them. You had the broke up with them. Um been your past relationship <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> and you know I said that, that like no you don't have to look out for what you to say what not to say because this part is your part and it that's how you felt it and even if the other person I had quite an argument with Glenn and I know we kind of off the way well I'm just going for between people and how you should kind of say what you feel and just have a conversation about it that that we had we were in a situation with Glenn, for instance, and I meant something. So I did th- certain things with an attention, and he received it from a completely different. You know, he translated it completely differently. Yeah, his, his truth was just as true for him as my truth for me, and so I know what you mean about. But but we sat down and I didn't just kind of brush it over, but I said, no, this is what I meant and that you can't change that. This is what I meant. And and so to kind of, I don't know, just sitting down and, and be true to yourself so when you walk away, you you have like a, a backbone or something. Yeah. See, I feel, so in that scenario that I had where something wasn't right for me, what, what we discussed, um. I was speaking to somebody else about it and I said, do you know what? I think I'm just going to say to this person, if they ask, that look, this is exactly what I feel and this is why I don't want to do it. And literally just say, I felt it wasn't a case of a growth experience. It was more of a proving a point and I don't have the energy for it. Like I need to put my energy into things that really uh, grow. And then there's almost a stigma. So the person I was speaking to said like, oh, you don't want to say that because you'll sort of give them like the power or whatever um, of showing that you care and that type of thing. But I still in my gut think it's better to just lay your cards out. So I do agree with you and just be honest. And okay, not everyone is like you and I that doesn't find that strange and just is happily sort of laying themselves out. But I think for me, that's how I feel that I can put things to to rest. Also now, now I have kind of, it's just you know how we talk about it and get you more and more clarity that um that yeah I think this is how you feel and how you find your people because um yeah. when when you go and in that situation um lay down your cards and say this is what I think and you know not accusing anything or anyone of anything but just saying that this is this is how I see it this is how I feel it this is what it means to me and I don't think that it just fits and suits me at the moment um, because of this. Uh, and if they take it personally and if they can't take it as in like, oh, oh, fair enough, like, or, you know, or, or explaining that this is what they meant or they would amend it and say like, oh, let's do it differently then because I really want to work with, with you. Um, and if they get offensive and they get, you know, like, they feel that they gain the power or I don't know what your friend said. Um, then those people can go by. <laughs> Do you mean the, their reaction is going to describe them and say more about them than about you again. You went there with a genuine respect, but also an, with a no, with a rejection, which, you know, should be okay. You should be able to say no. Um and if they take that as an attack, that's something about them then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's a, actually a really good way, like you said, to identify people that are for you and whether these people are, whether this is energy that you should be around or not, like you said, because 
people are different so it's not saying that everyone has to work the same way as you in order to be in your life but I think fundamental things are can we just be open about what we feel and can I can we say to each other no this is what I this is how I work or this is what I need and this is and the other person can say yeah and this is what I need because if you can do that then we can get on and we can work with anyone and no matter whether they have different values if we can just communicate openly then in theory it should work but if somebody's not willing to have that sort of open communication and put their um you know egos aside to to get down to the root of things Mm. then I think that's a fundamental so it's not just saying okay everyone has to be exactly like me and express themselves the same way no and that's unrealistic but if they want to work with me or get past the conflict they have to be willing to sit down and discuss it I think that's where you can make a distinction and use that to figure out like you say if if somebody is giving you energy or taking it away because okay we all have ups and downs and fights and whatever like you said on the weekend it's not always giving energy sometimes like it varies but if at the end of the day you can sit down and be open and this is with anyone not not just in relationships but it's like with people that you're working with if you can say look this is how I feel then I think you can always work through things yeah, I think especially, you know, especially, I think this is more real, more um, than a true for colleagues and, you know, kind of um, co-working relationships or something yeah. more regular. And, and you're just taking, asking, for example, like we have a really good friendship and we treat our business friendly or like, a, you know, because I think also people can often mistake friendliness with friendship and um and obviously from our friendly working relationship there is a friendship blossomed but we also have a nice box and a strict box for our work and if anyone any of us feels uncomfortable we bring it up and we sit down and we don't argue but we kind of I'm pretty, I'm I'm in this corner and this is what I see and feel and you're in that corner and you telling and I said and because I'm listening to you, you listening to me, we both feel listened. We don't feel attacked and we just kind of listen and and then we both problem solvers. So we just okay, let's find the solution that where I'm giving you something and you giving me something. And then it's actually create something that works for everyone and both of us can grow from it so yeah definitely I was just saying that in the episode that I did yesterday about how sometimes we like run from difficult conversations um difficult situations and it's kind of the the go-to feeling is to avoid it but when we have these discussions it's, it's normally we never fight like you said but it's not always comfortable is it to have this sort of discussion <laughs> but we do it and when we do it like I sort of said to you yesterday we then feel more in tune with each other like we learn something more about each other we our friendship is stronger now because we understand each other more and we know what was actually going on behind you know each person and we cut therefore come out like you said having grown and, and gotten stronger and gotten um, even within ourselves separately we've both learned how to go through a difficult conversation mm. and that's the, the whole point of that adversity of any sort always leads to growth once you go through it and come out the other side yeah yeah no, no I completely get it and and I think that's the, the main thing now I would say when if, if you working constantly with people the way forward is if you want to grow as well because there are personalities who like to brush under the cup and they can actually ignore it but I don't really think that you can actually grow from it or have like a stable growth that because all those things that was under the carpet one time they come out everything you built is going to collapse yeah so it's not not a stable thing and you might get lucky and it doesn't come out like for a couple of years <laughs> but yeah I wouldn't chance it and you do it this this is the first thing that you do you do it for yourself and even when I'm 
and it might sound selfish, but when I'm kind of putting it out there and want to discuss it with you, and I'm actually putting it out there so we can solve it, so I can give you, and I, I know that I'm going into this conversation with, I have to let go of something in order to receive something else, so kind of prioritize it that this is what's really important to me. Let's please do this, but I'm happy to give up something that's what's really important to you, or if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. And, and I'm kind of going in with the tension of me growing because I know that as soon as we clear the air and even when you find a solution, then you, then I, I, I'm going to upper level and I can grow more and there are more doors opening up. Exactly, yeah. So I think you have to be self. If, if you decided to go down a path where you want to grow, when you want to achieve, when you want to, go on a path on a career and build something then how self and I'm I'm a big server like I'm coming always from serving perspective but I can only serve if I'm selfish and I have enough energy and I've, I love what I do I don't have any resentment so I think it's really important that the people around you you know you don't have any resentment towards you feel that it's a really nice flowy energy flowy relationship back and forth and side and whatever and up and down <laughs> rather than just like you pursuing something and the other person just takes 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 and and you know I, I don't think that then you you grow as far I think that that's as quickly because it's always gonna kind of a little bit just like hey just a little bit more give me a little bit more and just have to tell those people no and um, and that the woman with the caption, I think I didn't finish. She was saying as well that, um, for instance, some she's I think she was a coach or something. And people from her network who you meet and you have these friendly relationships who they think you're friends and they just you know message her to like oh I just want to pick your brain on something and she just says I'm sorry I'm I'm really not available. You can, you know, set an appointment because her time is not free. She doesn't want to give that to a person who has an okay relationship. If, you know, she could give her time to a family, a friend or for herself to just kind of, I don't know, go to, you know, have these little spa moments, what I usually do about just shaving my legs and put some moisturizer once a month. But yeah, um, because then from that growth, what I spent it on myself, I can spend it on relationship that will actually, we will drive each other up and grow each other so you have to spot those people and just learn how to I don't know like uh, another friend of mine actually she told me always think about people around you as like, like put them in an onion category so like how you have the onion and you have like different layers and you have the middle of the onion which is you and then you have your family or, you know, really close loved ones and then your friends and then your, you know, companions and then you have your friendly work relationship and then just work. And you have to make those, you know, you have to keep the lines as well. Like I've kind of done these little things, like little tricks that you can do that. I stopped at who are just like clients or even friendly clients I don't reply them over the weekend unless it's like we're in the middle of a really busy project. I just don't. You know, five, yeah. five o'clock, stop. And if they message me three times, Monday morning, nine o'clock, first thing, I'm messaging them back. But they know that we're not friends. I'm not nine, you know, 24-7 for them. Um, you know, we are a client and a, and, um, and a, 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 a photographer. And... And although we have really good, friendly, easygoing relationship, she is not my priority. And they just need to know. And this is, I think, it's, you know, you're in charge. You have to make those yeses and noes. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, it's a hard thing to do. I find it quite hard with, with lines. But I think you're so right. That it's our responsibility. And I love the onion analogy. Um, <laughs> our responsibility to set which layer is which. And I'm also really glad that you said something, you said it a little while back about how you love to serve. And so you being selfish is actually 
the way I take it is you being generous because you have to look after and this is what I always say about our health and things like that you have to look after you if you have these big goals and big dreams you have to make this distinction that okay then I'm an asset if I'm going to achieve something really great then I have to treat myself like an asset that's you know going to go and do something important and make sure that you know think about like I've got the example now of somebody who's an athlete who's like a boxer for example and is going to go and and to the ring they always have that coach person that when they sit down feeds them the water and they wipe the sweat and they obviously all up to the right up to the fight they are like coaching them and making sure they eat right train right are you getting enough sleep like you know they look after them like a child almost Mm. to make sure that they're in the optimum state that they can do what they need to do but it's almost like we need to look after ourselves like that and that you're right you're doing it for a greater purpose so it's not a case of oh I'm just cutting people out because I just I'm a bitch or whatever it's like no if I really want to achieve this I I just got to be careful with my energy and I've got to be really careful of what I surround myself with because if I do feel drained all the time I'm not going to get to where I want to be but I'll just sometimes I think we can I know I have done it in the past I just think oh it's fine I'll just like I'll just feel drained whenever I do x or have a meeting with whoever and then I'll just pick myself back up but then I'm starting to realize like no but if that keeps happening that's so much lost energy that I could have put into what I'm actually doing that could have moved me forward and just what I've just found is that I have a quote um from this book that I'm reading which is about how to sort of identify this type of energy that is um that is like negative and that drains us So shall I read the quote? Please. (laughs) Okay, so it says, people may act like they want to have a conversation with us, but many people, and this is apparently with codependency issues, use conversation as a way to get us to take care of them. They're draining our energy the way thieves siphon gas from someone's car. So then it says, so how to identify this is that people go from asking how the other person is into begging the person to tell them like about their issues so if someone's taking power in com- in communication it can be dete- detected by how the person who is robbed of power feels when the conversation ends so if you feel exhausted drained or depleted and then it says the reasoning is when someone feels incomplete and thinks another person holds the missing piece to them they drain other people's energy or take their power so it's quite deep, but it's, it kind of uses the example of, do you see someone's name on your caller ID and evoke a groan? Or do you hide when you see the person in like the supermarket? And to me, that those examples made a lot of sense because it's in the sense of sometimes, you, you know, we just go, oh, I can't, I can't be bothered with this right now or something. <laughs> yes. But usually that means, well, probably you should never be bothered with it. It's because it's a drain on your energy. Mm. Or, or just reset lines because there are people again like for me I have people who I love I love and I love meeting up with them once a month <laughs> and yeah I love and it's a really good because then we have enough to talk about and and we're having fun but when it was in the past for instance a bit more regular then I was just like I can't what, what am I going to talk about it's just going to be again the same thing I just don't want that but once a month I'm actually looking forward to it so I think you can just also reshuffle and maybe just you know move them out one on your layer <laughs> and just to um, yeah you know actually that's really good because you've kind of made it more balanced there because I'm over here like just cut slice block them out of your life <laughs> and I think it's, it's true it doesn't have to be that way mm. Um, I think it, you're, the onion thing is great right now because it's more about, okay, so some people, they might not need to be in your life at all, but for the majority of people, they can probably fit in somewhere. It's just where? Are they too are they too much towards the centre of the onion right now when it's not where they belong? Yeah. So a simple, yeah, reshuffling makes more sense. Yeah. Um, well, there was one thing I wanted to... Uh, well, yes, yeah, so, because, for instance, basically, me moving here, about five almost coming up to six years ago um I wouldn't be here at all nor personally or business wise or emotionally or anything if I wouldn't had the network system 
which I mean, everything started off as an athletic system because obviously I knew no one. So everyone was in the outside of a, an onion and then layered themselves, you know, or they're stopped in different layers. Yeah. And um, so I I love them. So I think it's really important. It's really important also to nurture them, to, to always how you have your business plan. The people around you are your you know, part of your business plan. Uh, yeah. And because what you said about these blurred lines, how you are your business and your energy runs the business or your business runs on your energy or, you know, if you're exhausted, like how I wasn't well, I was unwell last week and my business was just kind of okay. Like I even got funny, like to um, um, people emailing me about quotes. But, you know, if I'm not active, if I'm not, I don't know, feeding the machine, then it kind of dies. So it's kind of a really blurred line. So you have to be really conscious about the, the people business-wise and nurture and meet and go out your way. Um, like, for instance, what you can do, I really love like joining Facebook groups. I know everyone's, in, you know, Instagram is a really, really wow, amazing. But I think for community, Facebook is still better. They have loads of groups and very supportive the other day i just put out there something about some accountancy thing and straight away got like 17 comments everyone was just helping um so there people is are there with them i don't know serving or like help each other grow mindset Um, so so i think that's a really good one but also so how you have those and nurture those and go out and you have to meet those coffee meetings but again, you might, you're not, you know, sometimes oh, I just don't want to get out of the house. But then you actually know that you will grow from it because if you go for a coffee with someone who you're not, not, you know, not friends with, but you get along and you know that it will do good for your business. And when you get there, you're going to have actually a quite inspiring conversation. Then you should do it. And that's the point when you should push yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, and Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think, oh, I'm sorry. No, you go, you finish. And then, but then also with the friendship, that's why you have to be very um, careful of who are the really close people around you and and they not sucking your energy so much that you don't have enough for yourself, for your loved one and for your business. You're not only, you know, feeding yourself and and your loved ones, if that makes sense, but you're also feeding, you know, your, your energy needed in your business as well. So you have to be yeah. really, really mindful. If you're taking it seriously, that this is what you want to do, then you have to always store energy for that. You can't Definitely. it. Yeah. And also I think what you said about like you have to go for coffee, you know, and realise that someone's maybe not your type of person or something. It's just like dating, I think, that you <laughs> learn a lesson from everything. That it's not always like, oh, I didn't get on with this person, so it's a disaster. It's like, okay, so I went on a date, didn't get on with this person or it wasn't the right person for me, but now I know what I don't want or and what I want more of or what they didn't have that I wanted or, or something like that. Yeah. So I think it's the same with business meetings that we can, if we have that, again, um, growth mode on, self-awareness on, then we can pick up these things when we're in that meeting and be like, ah, okay, so this person seems to be coming from more this direction and then I can see that doesn't feel right which must mean so I'm now identifying that actually I come more from this direction and that I would like to meet somebody in the middle to work with or something like that we just we can learn so much more about ourselves when we don't get on with people as well so it's not like that's we have to create a bubble where we always get on perfectly with everyone but it's like we can have these people that aren't quite our people but they're still like in our lives in the back layer <laughs> to teach us something yeah it's really um interesting that what reminded me of um victoria she's a good friend of mine she's a graphic designer and branding identity developing person and when they do logos i work with them a lot um for websites and stuff and um when they work with a client and for instance, developing logos. Obviously, first 
they hear the briefing and what the client wants and what's the name and what's the idea behind it and what sort of logo they want. And they usually, I think, come up with five logos. They do four or three or four on the line what the client wants. And they do one or two completely different ones. And they do it. And I said, like, why, why would you waste your time to do something completely different to what the client's briefed you on? And they said that because it strengthens the client. So if they see that logo and they say, oh, yeah, I really don't like it. I love what I told you. Then it will strengthen them in what they believe in, what they like and what they want to go ahead. So they're not going to question it. Yeah. But if they feel like, oh, wow, actually, I didn't even think of that. This could be a good route. Then it kind of shows them that maybe they didn't think of something or they should, um, you know, think outside the box or just, just open their eyes into different directions as well. So I think coming across something different is always good because it either strengthens you on your way or gives you questions and, and helps you grow maybe, in, you know, t- towards directions you never even thought of. Yeah, that's a really good example. I like that one because it just shows the yeah like it's not always about having things that we just like or things that are just comfortable again again just comfortable for us or our go-to things it's like there's value in something different or, or difficult or that we don't like yeah and um and then the other thing what I read and this is kind of a part of my 2019 um resolution or plan goal um for me to I'm good with networking but so far and and having my people around and I think I'm much much better about filtering and who's there and who should be there who shouldn't and how to kind of say no um but I've never actually been mindful about networking if that makes sense and and to kind of realize that yeah where I got is because of people around me so I should go out my way and find people who who can help me grow and who I can help and work with them and collaborate with them. And, um, and you know, there's a big percentage that just happens organically and I'm going to leave there as well. It's not like I'm taking everything in charge, but just to take like 10% of all my networking, which are kind of direct and focused. So that's why I went on Facebook and joined loads of groups and they have like one of them has self-promotional Monday, one of them on Thursday and also just everyone talks there's loads of inquiries about you know junior photographer or someone's asking a graphic designer and then I tell my friend and all of these things going around and it can be really helpful and the other thing is what I kind of got caught up on when it came to networking is um, again um, Instagram and using the hashtags and so I'm reaching loads of people but also loads of people are not just even like okay the outside of London and in the UK but also loads of them in the States as well and um, and they're good and, and you know it's helpful but I realized that I have to invest in local network that I think we so quickly expanded like we have the whole world so we want it but then I think when you're based and you're doing something service-based like I do it's good to have client or like connections in the you know, Chicago, but realistically, that's not going to turn into, for me at the moment, something profitable because yeah. my product is shoot people. So I'm like now using local hashtags. My borough is Walton Forest or like, you know, I live in Walton Stone or E17 and, and go out there in coffee shops where I looked up like they have local networking events. And so just be be a bit more local as well if you're doing something service-based then you have to build something that's actual real and you can hold it you can meet them shake their hands and and you know physically work together and physically have clients from it and or like you know these people who live there their friends gonna live around there so building that network yeah I think it's like sometimes you need to niche down a little bit and it's about taking the first step before you take step 10 so it makes a lot of sense that we can always think a bit a bit too much about the bigger picture and that we forget what we have in front of us now 
Yeah, it's like again, and also you know the the quantity or the no, quality of a quantity. Yeah, you can have, and you know they say again for like for bloggers and or influencers as well. But now brands don't really go for six hundred thousand followers. The they only really go for like twenty and forty. They they like like now couple of thousand followers because they seem to have real people real investors or I don't know what that makes sense you know like I think this suddenly the whole world and networking system just expanded and blew up and had the whole world that we, we forgot about what's around us and I'm not saying to have one or the other I'm, I'm still like to reach out because obviously we're doing the podcast and I'd like to travel and you know I want that as well, but just to remind myself that just don't, yeah, what you said, don't just look the whole thing, but just look a little bit around you as well, because there are, there is value there. And if I look at my clients, they are from really from around the small circle I meet. Yeah. I think that might be a nice place to, to leave it is to look around at what you already have close to you. Mm. And then just see, maybe we have more of a network than we think sometimes. We just don't leverage it. So, yeah. yeah. That, and, and, and also, you know, what, what we kind of had the whole episode about is that your energy is, is your business. So, so don't be afraid to protect it more. That's that, that being selfish is, and I feel like it's getting a bit of cliche or cheesy, but it's just true that, be selfish to be generous. Mm. If if you exhaust yourself and and if you're just trying to please everyone, then in the end you're gonna end up not giving anything, being snappy, building up resentment, not just towards people, towards what you loved and you had a passion for, and towards yourself. So so I think it's 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 time to get the onion out and put the <laughs> and put people in it to the different layers and have these you know you can either if it helps to have like you know set availability that when you email them back or who you give your phone number to who you just give an email to and and stuff like that that saying always yes is is I don't think as healthy as it sounds <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's a really good takeaway for the goodie bag. Yeah. So let's leave it on that. Go away, as B says, and just reassess your onion. I think that's a good like little challenge to do. Yeah, I think. Um, I'll yeah. be myself. I think some people need to be moved around. <laughs> I need to. Yeah, I'm gonna go and just check out my onion. <laughs> Sorry, B. If I don't reply to your WhatsApp later, maybe you didn't make it into the onion. Um, <laughs> all right Alrighty. Yeah. so we're going to be back next week yes and we'll be in person again oh, and I can't wait so good yes um, <laughs> and then you're going to listen to this podcast episode in a minute because you're going to upload it now I'm so excited well yeah hopefully yeah, I don't need to do any <laughs> quick editing but yeah alright then have a lovely rest of your trip thank you very much and then Guys, we'll speak to you later too. Yes. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.